Welcome back to Monty and Rias versus Movies. I am Monty. I am Rias. And today the movie we are versusing is M3 Gen or Megan. You know, I was wondering if we should maybe give a spoiler warning before this movie, but pretty much if you've seen the trailer, you know what you're getting into. It's not full of surprises. It really is not full of surprises. Um, so there's going to be spoilers because that we're going to talk about what happens in the movie. Deal with it. Um, I did not like this movie. I thought it was uh, thought it was pretty bad. I also did not like this movie. I didn't hate it, but I found it really boring and heavy-handed. Yeah, from the beginning of the movie, when they really lay on thick about those darn kids and their screens. Yes. Which comes back several times. Like there's a camp, not camping trip, I guess, but a everybody's outside and they're all looking at their phones, those monsters. Those monsters. And Okay, so the premise of the movie is that this is a world where Furbies are the biggest toy in the world. Just imagine it. Furbies, except larger and... uh, And much dumber. Like, oh, they poop and fart. Woo, kids love farts. That is the truth. They do love farts, but the movie seems pretty judgy on that subject to me. And uh, this girl has one of these toys, and her parents die, and she gets taken in by the woman who is trying to create the next big Furby. Yes. So... This woman does not want a child. This woman, although she works at a toy company, has no sense of fun at all, which... Yeah, it's weird. That could be like the premise of her character if this was a Lifetime movie. I think that would be an interesting way to go. But the movie doesn't seem to understand (laughs) that it's weird that this woman's only interaction with toys are her collectibles. Congratulations. For the first time ever, you've made me sad that something isn't a Lifetime movie. (laughs) So this woman takes the girl in, and she's like, well, I have one week to finish this very important product, which is a cheaper version of a Furby, because their their competitors undercut them. Now they have to undercut their competitors. Right. They have a week, and I don't know. It's a very important project to this company. It It is their number one priority, manufacture a cheaper Furby. It looks like she's just swapping iPlace, but, you know, I'm sure she's doing something. But then she's like... Oh, wait, there's this other product I was working on, a fully sentient AI robot. Yeah, and for some, and she refuses to work on her real job because she's secretly building a fully sentient AI robot in the basement. Now, of the toy company. The, once it finally gets ready, they love it. They're like, this is going uh, to change the company. It's our new $10,000 toy that's going to come out in three years. Also, she said they spent a $100,000 of the company's money developing this, but she had no oversight. Nobody was knew that she was doing it. It seems like she should be fired. She should definitely be fired and hired by some kind of robotics company or something, I would think. Yeah, I think she's much better at robotics than toy making. So... And then, obviously, the robot kid yeah. becomes overattached. The real kid and starts killing people. You right. know how it goes. You know how it is. You go out to build a better toy, and next thing you know, everything goes wrong, and it's out killing people. But not in very... It sure takes a while for it to start killing people. Oh, it takes so long for it to start killing people. It kills, like... It kills, like... And all of the kills are kind of off-screen. I read about this. This is because this movie was rated R, and they were like... Well, wait, if we just cut this scene and this scene, it could be PG-13. Right. I, I'm aware of that, but that doesn't make it right. Yeah. So 
the doll kills, let's see, the doll kills a dog, a neighbor, a boss, and a toady. And that's it. Yeah, this doll kills like four people. It, it's... It pointedly doesn't kill two people that it could have killed. It's that's... certainly not a Chucky doll. Its killing is far less interesting. Also, they call it a doll all the time. And I think there's a really... I, I think there's a differentiation between doll and robot. Yeah, this is a four-foot-high doll that walks and talks. It's an AI. It's, you know, yeah. AI from the movie AI. It's one of those it's guys. It's one of those guys. It is not a doll. A doll, by definition, must start out as a doll. And I think an evil doll must start out as a doll and be possessed by something. Like, say, the spirit of a serial killer who was electrocuted. That or, happens all the time. Or... Um, it could be a working AI, and then something goes wrong. You know, like oh, there's a mistake in the code. This, um, right, but that's not a doll. Yeah, that's, that's true. a robot. Yeah, this robot is badly programmed. Can we agree on that? It's pretty badly programmed. And the company doesn't have any sort of safety rules about oh, you've created a fully functional AI sentient robot. Maybe we should see what it's like. No, we're just going to go straight to the press conference. <laughs> Yeah, they don't even finish testing on it. They're like, this is great. Let's let's press conference it. They have not let any other child, they have not let a child that is not traumatized <laughs> by the death of their entire family play with it. This kid seems to like it. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> what could possibly go wrong? She's in a very dowdy dress for no reason. Yeah, like, her clothes are real 1964. If we're calling her a doll, one of the fundamental things you guys need to get on is the Close. fashion line. Absolutely. They do mention that in the movie briefly. I got to talk to marketing and fashion design. Yeah, you That's do, a throwaway dude. throwaway line. But shouldn't you have talked to them before you had your big press conference? Yeah. It, <laughs> oh, allegedly, there's a big hurry because some other toy company might steal the technology. Oh, right, right. Somebody is did the toady did, in fact, steal some technology. But then Megan later on says he didn't really steal it. He just did it to prove to himself he could or something. Yeah, I don't even know. Megan explains it all at length. At length. And then she kills him. Finally. So I'm going to say something nice about this movie. Megan does look very cool. Yeah, it's a really good um, makeup doll, 12-year-old girl in makeup. I it looks great. I had the impression that it was a girl wearing an animatronic mask like they did for the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie. I think it is sometimes. Yeah, sometimes it's just a doll sitting there. The eyes move a little. Yeah, that's true. It does try to play with the Uncanny Valley a little. I did like that. Every once in a while, her voice shifts register, and it does that uh, auto-tune thing. You know what I mean. And that's pretty cool because they work it in earlier in the film. It only happens... Every once in a while, it's not nearly as noticeable, but the more she glitches out, the more it is. When she's shouting, it's more prevalent. Um, she can also imitate voices pretty well. Yeah, they don't really explain. They don't that. explain that. They don't. They don't. Ex if you're looking for a movie that explains things, I would suggest not seeing this movie. Yeah. This movie is very much. I. I think they're going for a heartwarming storyline when the woman who doesn't like children and believes only in tech realizes that the child is more important to her than the doll. 
if they had gone with that... If they had gone with that in any meaningful way. Yeah, like that could have been a major storyline of the movie, and that would have been fun, but it wasn't really... No, they just tacked it on. Everything in that movie is tacked on. You just get her saying like, well, it's great, the robot can talk to this kid now. Exactly. The kid's having a heartbreak and has no one to tell her memories of her parents to, and the doll puts her arm around her and says... I'll hold your memories for you. And the doll inventor is like, yeah, this is the best. Now we never have to talk to children. And they have the doll programmed to nag it about brushing its teeth. Yep. And flushing the toilet. And the whole thing is, this will be so convenient for parents. They'll never have to interact with their children at all. And then the doll starts killing people. It's it's a Blumhouse movie, you know? It's Some Blumhouse movies are good and some Blumhouse movies are this. Yeah. Like, it's... It's fine. Yeah, it's a little less than fine for me. Yeah, it is kind of less than fine. It's a movie you might see on a Saturday afternoon on TV and not watch. Yeah. (laughs) It's that kind of thing. It's a background movie. Yeah, it's a movie I expect you to be watching while I'm on my computer. How dare you, sir? This is because Rias likes horror movies. I do like horror movies. But it was you who chose to see this this week. Well, it's the new movie this week, isn't it? Isn't it? Sure. Yeah. I don't I don't have much else to say about this movie. It's really It's mediocre at best. Mediocre. Yes. That's from Fury Road. Really? Yes. Wow. When he shouts mediocre? Yes. Yes, I do. <laughs> Fury Road. That's a movie I could have watched instead of this. Yeah. <laughs> That's a movie with something to say. That something to say is look at this cool thing and this cool thing and this cool thing. Yeah, this has one cool thing to look at and you get tired of it within like the first 10 minutes. Yeah, like it's kind of fun seeing her range of expression when her expression doesn't change. Oh, there is an amazing moment in it when a police officer delivers a line a line in a completely deadpan voice and then says, I know I shouldn't be laughing about this. And he didn't laugh. Oh, yeah. That... He delivered it like, he, like a dirge. Oh, yeah. That guy was just there to deliver exposition. It was like, oh, yeah, so um, your uh, neighbor vanished. That's weird. Um, so uh, it says here that you, uh, you, you were involved in a crime scene earlier today. Yeah, that kid uh, got run over. Uh, yeah, his ear was found uh, halfway up the hill. <laughs> I shouldn't be laughing, though. Okay, bye. Except he doesn't put the huh in. Yeah. It's, it's just like, his ear was found halfway up the hill. I guess I shouldn't be laughing. Bye. What the hell? Yeah. I mean, why is that? Why? I wish that I had disliked it enough to really, really hate it so I could complain about it. But the truth is, it's mild and inoffensive in all the worst ways. It's set in Seattle. As somebody who was also set in Seattle, I thought that was interesting. They don't make a big deal out of it, though. Rise didn't even notice. I didn't even notice it was set in Seattle. I did notice in the beginning before the parents get into an accident that they don't have snow tires or that they don't have tire chains because they didn't know they were going to get into the snow. And that happened to us recently. And what did we do in this situation? Well, we did not turn on an extra loud Furby so that it could scream in the back seat, stop dead in the middle of traffic and get run over by a snowplow. Oh, that's right. What we did is when we were going up the mountain and we're like, ah, this is getting pretty snowy. We turned around and drove back down the mountain. Pretty clever of us, I think. Genius. Ingenious. That was a fun day. We didn't get where we were going, but we did go to a 
fun uh, reptile zoo. Yeah, we went to a roadside reptile zoo. We saw a very cute alligator. He was an albino. Yes. whole and bunch of snakes. A bunch of snakes. Some tortoises. Okay, bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>